Wrestling Media Teleconference. This is Ross Foreman. Well, we're coming off a big week up in uh, Canada, and to bring us up to speed on what went on up there, let's welcome Josh Matthews to the teleconference. Hi, Ross. Hi, Josh. How are you? Well, I'm just a couple minutes late, um, just to sort of uh, remind everyone of, of what you did last week, so... Well, I mean, I guess I have to give you back your Rolex that you gave to me as a, uh, a courtesy gift in Canada because I had uh, some uh, Wi-Fi issues last week. So we'll ship that back to you at some point or just give it to you uh, at Slammiversary. But uh, bring us up to speed on what went down in Canada. Well, let's go backwards uh, because you mentioned Slammiversary. I will see you at Slammiversary on July 22nd at Toronto, in Toronto at the Rebel Entertainment Complex. Um Certainly looking forward to Slammiversary uh, in, in just over, what is it, just over uh, a little under two months. Um, tickets went on sale uh, Monday after our press conference in Toronto. Um, you can get them right now at shopimpact.com. We actually just put four more front row seats for Slammiversary uh, on sale at shopimpact.com right now. Uh, we were previously sold out, four became open. Uh, so you can get those right now. I don't expect those to last very long. Um, second row seats opened up and uh, one third row seat opened up. Other than that, the floor seats are gone uh, for the anniversary, And that just, um, it, it, it's, it makes me incredibly proud and incredibly happy uh, to see those floor seats gone for anniversary and uh, knowing that we're going to have to open up more general admission seats as we get going. It's just such a uh, an incredible time for all of us in Impact uh, as we get ready to head towards Toronto on the 22nd. Uh, as Ross mentioned, we were in Windsor on Friday and Saturday. Uh, and thank you to Windsor um, and, and to everyone at BCW and everyone that helped out. Those two shows were just, um, it just reminds you of how great wrestling fans can be on Friday and Saturday. We had so much fun. Uh, the crowds were amazing. And uh, Sunday at Destiny at uh, the Don Kolob Arena with Destiny World Wrestling and George Iceman and Santino. Uh, 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 Anthony, we just had so much fun. Three nights, so encouraging as we get ready for Slammiversary um, and then the TV tapings that will follow Slammiversary on the July 23rd and 24th, which you can get tickets uh, for those TV tapings right now as well as we head into Impact tonight. Uh, you got Brian Cage in action. He's getting ready to face Matt Seidel next week for the X Division Championship. Eli Drake bringing back the Facts of Life uh, segment tonight. LAX with King will be in action. Uh, the World Tag Team titles on the line to kick off the show. Z&E versus uh, Drago and Aerostar. And then you've got the fight in the woods between Sammy Callahan and Eddie Edwards. And uh, I I've seen the fight in the woods, and it's awesome. Uh, you guys are going to love it. It's very um, uh, broken universe, uh, multiplied into into what it's morphed into today and it's uh it's very cool it's, it's you guys are going to really like that tonight when you see it all play out on impact um and then we've got zero fear on june 15th so that's kind of the calendar of, of everything that's happening and uh with that said ross uh let's do some questions for me before you get to uh alicia edwards i can't wait to hear what she has to say and she's got to be losing her mind about her husband right now you got it, but before we uh, open up for media questions, got to ask you, what was your uh, personal highlight up in Canada? Uh, honestly, it was just seeing the fans. It was seeing everyone, um, you know, just have so much fun. It was seeing um, uh, the press conference on Monday, you know, Monday morning at 10 o'clock. That was a tough ask 
for, for us to, to invite fans and, and, and have people come out and, and people did and we had a lot of fun. We made some major announcements um, at that press conference. We made some matches that'll play out over the next few weeks. If you were there, you know what they are. If you weren't there, uh, you'll see that play out. And then, you know, Johnny Impact, the news broke by TMZ Sports that he's coming back at, uh, at Slammiversary. And then of course, uh, the Bone Soldier, Ishimori, from Bullet Club, New Japan Pro Wrestling, he's going to be a part of, of Slammiversary too. So those are my favorite things. I mean, I, I'll just uh, the takeaway was was the fans. And after the show on Saturday in Windsor, um, my wife and I stayed for about an hour after and just talked to people and, and hung out and, and and drove to Toronto after that. So those were my uh, those are my highlights. All righty, Josh. Well, we will open up media. If you have questions strictly for Josh at this point, he'll he'll answer about five minutes worth of questions. If you have a question for Josh, please hit star six to get in queue. Q&A session has started. To ask your question, please press star six. Hi, this is Jeff from Highspot Podcast and HighspotPodcast.com. Josh, how's everything? Oh, i got to open Josh's lineup. Hold on one second, Josh. Go ahead, Josh. Sorry about that. I'm good, Jeff. Thanks, buddy. Hey, man. Uh, so, uh, with news breaking uh, yesterday about uh, Impact Wrestling being on the uh, Jericho's uh, cruise, uh, talk about the significance of that and what it means for uh, Impact Wrestling to be a part of that. I think it's great. I think uh, having a presence on the Jericho Cruise is very cool. I think it opens up Impact uh, into a different light. And for a long time, this company has needed to be looked at under a different microscope and in a different light. Um, and I say it needed to be for a long time, but I don't think it deserved to be. Um, I think now we're in a position where we do deserve to be looked at in a different light. We do deserve to be looked at under a different lens because everything that's happening right now feels feels good. I mean, I mentioned all in on the broadcast last week, um, you know, Tessa Blanchard's all in. Madison Rain has a chance to be all in this Friday um, when she goes to compete at WrestlePro. And those are two knockouts who are, you know, uh, fighting closely for the knockouts championship. And I think that Impact having that presence um, with Chris Jericho, with his crews closely associated with everything that's transpiring with Ring of Honor, all the things that Austin Aries um, is doing and then it, and then it's the behind the scenes stuff it's stuff that Scott and Don are doing and Ed's doing and and having the the sense to want to work with all these different people and all these different companies it feels good and it feels great that they want to work with us in return so I think right now you're starting to feel that change and for longtime supporters of Impact Wrestling we say thank you for people that turned away and now are coming back you know welcome back and and, and things this isn't smoke and mirrors and the rug is going to come out from underneath you anytime soon. This is the business model of, of what's happening and impact in 2018. Thanks, Josh. Hi, Josh. It's Colin Scully from Wrestling With Ideas. The one question that I have for you today, with working with Don Callis for the last couple of big pay-per-views, I'm assuming he's going to be on Slammiversary as well. What's it going to be like working with him for a show that huge? I think it'll be great. I didn't get a chance to call last year's Slammiversary because uh, I was involved in a match 
Um, Don and I just got done calling the Zero One show up in Destiny uh, in Toronto together. Um, that was our, no, we've done some live shows. We did the live impact. Um, you know, it's like Don and I have said um, in the past, you, you know, a lot of people said right away that we were really good and had great chemistry. Um, you know, three, four, five, six months from now, that chemistry is only going to grow as we become more comfortable with each other. And the thing with, with broadcasting is it's knowing when your partner is going to talk, it's sensing what they're going to say, it's knowing where they like to get, get in. Um, and, and I'm learning all of that with Don, uh, you know, just as I had a chance to, to learn and work with Sanjay um, and, and Scott Demore too. Um, I, to me, it's, you know, I'd love to do uh, one night only with, with, with Scott or, or you know, uh, Twitch shows with Sanjay. You know, I, I like to work with, with all those guys. I like to work with everyone that we have in the company. I think everyone brings a different um, energy and working with Don so far has just been uh, has been great, and it will continue to get better as we move forward. Hi there, Josh. It's Adam from uh, the Impact Lounge and VT Wrestling here. How are you, Stephen? Good. How are you? Very well. Very well. I just want to ask a follow-up question on some of the things that you've already covered. Um, basically, the Jericho Cruise and also Ishimori. Obviously, one of them is very ring of uh, ring of honor influence and Ishimori's in New Japan. What's the working relationship like between those two companies at the moment? And is it like to be a one-off deal with uh, both these, well, both Ishimori appearing and uh, being on the Jericho cruise? I, well, I don't, one, I don't know. Um, but I don't think that the idea would be to make it a one-off. I think the idea would be to have sort of a working relationship with everyone, uh, a working relationship with people that want to do uh, different things with us. It's like uh, Scott had mentioned at the press conference on Monday, you know, WWE had licensed footage from us to use on one of their network shows. So, you know, in the past where things didn't exist in other people's universes, now we all kind of, um, maybe we'll all get to the point where we're playing in the same sandbox, which would just feel great and look great and, and it'd be an opportunity for the companies and the talent and everyone to just grow bigger and bigger um, together. Josh, we'll give you one more question, and then we'll bring in Alicia. Hey. Hey, Josh. Harry Kettle from sportskeeder.com. And we're halfway through the year now, and I was just wondering, are there any kind of rising stars in Impact Wrestling that you think are really going to reach that next level as we approach the second half of 2018? Well, I think you can look at athletes like Brian Cage, um, who arguably came in with some name value, and I think we've increased that. Desmond Xavier, I think, is someone who I would buy stock in. Um, Sue Young has done an incredible job. I mean, she's already won the Knockouts Championship, and you have other knockouts like Tessa Blanchard, who's just starting an impact. She's very young. Kira Hogan is very young, and Tessa and Kira are both on their way up. I think bringing, um, you know, when you stick with the knockouts, having someone like Madison Rain come back and be heavily involved in the stories and, and the experience that she brings, and then she takes that experience and goes back to Ring of Honor or goes somewhere else and, and, and then comes back. I, I like that. Um, rising stars, again, if I were to buy stock in athletes, it would be, um, it'd be Desmond Xavier. It would be... Uh, you know, Sammy Callahan, obviously. Eddie, I've loved Eddie Edwards. Uh, I wrote a story about him three and a half years ago that he should win the world championship, and then a few weeks later he won the world championship. Um, I just think that those are the kind of people that you can point towards and look at and say, okay, uh, these are our guys. I mean, Moose, for example, he's another one uh, that can just flat out go inside the ring, 
So I think we have a great roster, and I think you have to let that roster sort of build. And, you know, these guys have the opportunity to take the ball and run with it the best that they can. Uh, so we all can sit back and watch and wait and see who develops the most. But uh, before I jump off, don't miss Impact tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. You have uh, Zero Fear next Friday night on the uh, Global Wrestling Network. Tickets are available for Slammiversary and Impact tapings. And in the United Kingdom, tickets are available for uh, MediaCon that'll happen in September. Uh, with things that are building towards that show, I would get my tickets sooner rather than later for MediaCon. You don't want to be shut out once that gets going. So, Ross, with that said, I'm going to jump off. Uh, everyone enjoy Alicia Edwards, and uh, I'll see you guys tonight at 8 p.m. for Impact Wrestling. Thank you very much, Josh. Have a good day. And with that said, we will switch and welcome our special guest, Alicia Edwards, to the teleconference. Let me open up your line there. Hi, guys. It's Alicia. Hi, Alicia. How are you doing today? I'm great, actually. Well, besides um, my husband fighting in the woods tonight, but yeah, other than that, I'm well. So let's just get right to it. What, what's going on with Eddie these days, and what, how does it impact the two of you guys? Um, I mean, honestly, I, I have no idea, and I think that might be the serious part about it. Um, I've known Eddie, we've been together for almost 10 years, and uh, I've never seen him like this before, and um, I'm scared. I mean, I'm worried. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm just like the fans. I have no idea what's going to happen today. Hopefully, like, this ends everything between him and Sammy, but... You never know, because I really don't know what enough is enough for Eddie, so. All right, well, we'll be talking a little bit more about Eddie and Sammy as we move forward in this call, but I do have to ask you, how, how are you doing health-wise? Um, health-wise, physically, I'm okay. Uh, mentally, a little unstable with, you know, everything that's going on, but, I mean, um, I've had a little while to get over everything that's gone down. Um, I kind of you know, to the sideline of everything that, you know, the tapings in Canada and um, the House of Hardcore shows that he was doing. So, other than that, other than that, pretty well. Alrighty, well, media, at this point, we will open up questions for Alicia. Please identify yourself, your media outlet. Please limit it to one question, one question alone, so we can get through some questions. We also have some email questions in for her. So, uh, at this point, let's uh, let's go to the media questions. Good evening, Alicia. It's Adam at the Impact Lounge of V2 Wrestling. How are you this evening? I'm good, yourself. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, my question um, is just about your own personal aspirations, just moving away from the Sammy and Eddie storyline, which I know is a huge focus at the moment, but do you hope to get back into an Impact ring anytime soon, and uh, are you looking forward to even possibly going to the knockout title? I mean, like uh, Josh said earlier, the knockout division is probably the best and like it's been for a few years now. I mean, with Madison back and, you know, being around, helping with like the knowledge and the experience they have. And then we have um, Tessa and Kara and then there's also, you know, Rosemary and Allie. Like right now, I think the knockout division is the best. Um, I am looking forward to, you know, getting back in the ring and actually trying to, um, go for the knockout division, but I ultimately, my husband's my first priority, so that's exactly what's on the agenda for now. 
So until then, when the time Thank is you. right, I, I think it will happen. That's great. Thanks for your time. Hi, this is Myron from the uh, Tapped Out Podcast. I hope you're doing well today. Um, Impact has brought in a lot of my favorite local indie wrestlers uh, with Sue Young and Kiara Hogan. And at the last tapings, you had uh, Shazi Blackheart from Rise. Is there anyone out there that you see yourself facing or would like to face in the future? Um, I mean, I'm from New England, so I'm always one to, you know, enjoy the rising stars from my area. I mean, there's... Um, Kimberly's back on the empty scene. She's always a pleasure to get in the ring with. Um, we have new, some new girls training around here. Uh, uh, Ashley Vox is really good. Davey Ann. I mean, we definitely do a lot with Beyond Wrestling in the New England area. And we have the WWR shows, and those are really good. Um, we have uh, Star uh, Skyler that's up coming around this area as well. So, yeah, there's a lot. Um, so hopefully a few of them would show their face and impact. Wonderful, thank you. Hi Alicia, it's Colin Scully from Wrestling With Ideas. How are you today? I'm good, yourself? I'm doing well. Now, the world of women's wrestling is in a very interesting spot in 2018. What are your thoughts on the world of women's wrestling right now? Um, I think it's come a long way. I mean, I've been wrestling for 10 years and like, actually we just had this conversation at one of the indie shows this past weekend and uh, women's wrestling was a lot different. Like, um, you would watch it on Raw and it would be like a Raw and Panties match for like three minutes and then you would have like Lita and Trish main, main event in Raw first time ever. Like, I remember watching that match and cried when they won just it wasn't even about them winning the match it was just them being able to do what i know that we could have done and um i mean for what it looks like now it's just incredible and i think it's just gonna get better from here um being able to you know not only have one girl's match on the show sometimes there's two and like uh there's always now a knockout segment even maybe two on each taping so i mean it's just unbelievable of what it's become and I'm just excited for where it's going to come in the future. Awesome, thank you. Hey Alicia, it's James Walsh from the Wrestling Epicenter. How are you doing today? Good, yourself? Doing great. So yesterday I was given the opportunity to speak to your husband and I asked him a question and after I asked it I kind of thought, you know, that's kind of sexist of me. I asked him if he gets nervous having you involved, and I know Josh Matthews has talked about it being nerve-wracking to call Madison Rain matches, but is you, being the female, seeing your husband involved in some of these violent matches, what goes through your mind when you watch Eddie get involved in these violent matches with somebody like Sammy Callahan? Oh, I'm the worst. I would sit there at the edge of the sea, biting my nails, like... I'm all, and if I'm not there, I, it might be even more intensified because then I'm always waiting by the phone to make sure that I don't get any phone calls, you know, of um, him getting hurt. And, I mean, we've been together a very long time, so I've gone through him with the, the plate and his elbow with the screws, um, him shattering his heel um, a few months before we got married. Um, 
him almost losing his eye to a baseball bat. So, I mean, for what I've already gone through, I mean, I guess I do well, but I mean, it's still scary to watch. Excellent. Thank you. And note to self, do not call <laughs> Alicia during your show. If Eddie's on, and she might not happen to be there. Uh, right. All right. We will go to an uh, email question from, uh, where's our buddy Andre Corbell, wrestling with wrestling, who couldn't make it today, unfortunately. He asked, uh, it's easy, easy to see that you and Eddie are running shoe collectors like himself. Which one Which one has been the, the bigger collection? Who has the bigger collection? What is your favorite brand at this point? Oh, geez. Um, actually, I think we're pretty equal on this, uh, the shoe collection. Um, I mean, I definitely have my heels and my other ones, so that's probably why. But um, Eddie is definitely Converse all the way from high tops to low tops. He has everything. Um, we live really close by to the outlet, so we're maybe there i would say on a bi-weekly basis so it can kind of get out of control hi alicia harry from sportskeeda.com you've been wrestling for kind of well over a decade now what has been the key to your longevity and ability to remain at the top of your game um consistency i just gotta make sure that i go inside the ring uh, and do what I do each time and just get better. I mean, um, I've been pretty good at knowing that I need to, you know, be proactive and make sure that I bring my knowledge and my experience where I go. Um, it's been really helpful to have, you know, Madison and Gail and, like, the new ones come along the way because then, it, you know, they're the ones that are getting the buzz now. Like, you know, it was different from when I came along. Um, so, I mean, I can kind of just keep my outlets open to, like, the experienced women and then the ones that come along the way to just make it my own and just keep myself, you know, along with them as well. We've got an email question from uh, Brandon, who, uh, Brandon wants to know, how does this feud with Sammy differ from the one uh, Eddie and you had with Davey and Angelina? Um, I mean, it, it makes it different. Um, I think what hurts Eddie most about this, the feud that he has with Sammy, is that, I mean, he never apologized and he publicly goes on his social media accounts and just thinks that it's something to be proud of. Like, um, at least when the the whole thing went down with um, Davey and Angelina. Um, it wasn't like they went and, like, they kind of, like, publicly embarrassed us or thought they were trying to prove something other than just trying to be the better people. Like, Sammy's just, like, I don't even know how to explain it. Um, he's just the worst person out there um, for him to not apologize and for him to stop me and for him to just keep going at Eddie, I think that's what makes it different, is that he's not stopping. And unfortunately, if it has to come down to this, it's exactly what it's going to happen. So, I mean, I feel I, I am scared for my husband, but I think Sammy needs to be scared of Eddie as well. Like, he thinks that he goes on his Twitter, thinks he's like this big, bad, 
wolf and nothing's gonna happen to him but eventually you know karma karma's a bitch like they always say i mean excuse my language but what comes around goes around so sammy will get it we're just gonna follow that up with a uh, question we got from dirk daz he wants to know what has been the most difficult part of the eddie feud with sammy for you personally um for eddie to not listen to either me um i mean Tommy is trying to get to Eddie and obviously that's not helping as that like I mean at this point I don't know what's gonna take Eddie to stop so I mean that's the most frustrating part I mean I understand where Eddie's coming from like I mean he attacked our friends he attacked Zeus um he like belittled you know everybody from Tommy to myself and to Eddie so I mean I just think that I'm just worried about if this is not the end. Hi, this is Jeff Martin with the High Spot Podcast and HighSpotPodcast.com. Um, I just want to talk about a little bit uh, on, a, on, a, on a lighter side. Uh, you're training with Bobby Roode, and he's, of course, he him being an Impact alum. Just talk about that, and, you know, as he, he's helped you and just seen his success uh, in WB right now, some place where, uh, you know, uh, he might have always wanted to go to. But just talk about just, you know, uh, Bobby Roode and how helpful he was uh, in your career. Well, I don't know where that really necessarily came from I wasn't trained by Bobby Roode um, I mean I'm from New England based um, Brian Fury's school was a big help chaotic wrestling and stuff like that so I'm not sure where that came from but definitely not from my experience but I mean he's doing well in WWE I've never met him or anything like that so Hi, Alicia. This is Nick Hausman from WrestleZone.com. How are you doing today? I'm good. Wonderful. Uh, I wanted to just kind of go back here. You know, this this baseball bat incident has just become one of the most talked about things uh, easily in the past year. And, uh, you know, we've heard from both those guys about that night. I was wondering if we could go back with you to when you first saw it happen and maybe what were the first kind of conversations you had afterwards with Eddie and, and Sammy both. I'm not sure if Sammy reached out to you after the incident happened. Um, well, unfortunately, I wasn't there, so I got the phone call um, from Eddie that something happened in the ring with a baseball bat. Um, and then the next, the following day, I actually went down to um, Orlando um, just to be with Eddie and just to make sure everything was okay. Um, I'm... 100% like happy that I wasn't there because I would have lost my shit like um, I mean the video that I saw was brutal I couldn't even watch the whole thing um, when I saw him his eye was completely shut like it was swollen black and blue it looked like he was destroyed like it was the most brutal thing I've seen um, uh, Sammy never reached out he never apologized um, he just thought that it was a joke, um, and unfortunately, it wasn't. I mean, he could have lost his eye, eye, like, completely. Like, he couldn't, he would be able to, like, not see that ever. Like, um, I don't think he understands what could have happened. Um, I think he's just excited of the fact that everyone's talking about him, um, but it's not about him. Um, everyone's more concerned about Eddie, and I think that's where Sammy is messed up about everything. All right, thank you very much. 
Cody Mullins wants to know, uh, what were your thoughts on the last rights match from Under Pressure? I mean, I, and I thought it could have been over there. I mean, there, there's really not much I can say. I mean, I think all the matches have been brutal. I think um, they've gone too far. I, I mean, at this point, I don't really think I have any much say of what goes down at this you know what I mean? Like, Eddie's going to do what Eddie wants to do, and he's going to keep doing it until Sammy's dead, apparently. Our friend uh, Stephanie from Steel Chair Magazine in the UK could not be with us today, but she uh, she emailed me. She wanted to know, um, is becoming the knockouts champion one of your goals? Of course, it's every knockouts goal. Um, I mean, right now, it's not the top priority, but of at when the time's right, it will be. Um, I'm just excited that the knockout division is as talented as any other division, and um, I'm just excited to see what happens. And uh, just a quick uh, note for the media, for those of you that sent me text messages, if you have a uh, second question, you may get back in queue uh, for, the, for the second question for her. And then we, we do want to ask her a, uh, uh, what is this question here from, uh, from Jason, who wanted to know, can we expect to see you and Eddie on the Jericho cruise? Um, I hope so. I mean, it would be fun. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think anyone's really been asked or anything yet, but I mean, it would definitely be a trip for us. Um, we're definitely, we definitely like to hang out and um, enjoy ourselves when we're away. So hopefully we'll be excited to be a part of it. So. Uh, and then we had a, a question here from Mark who wanted to know, do you size up this current NACOS division as the best ever with so many who on any day could become the champion. I think so. I definitely do. I mean, we have former knockouts. We have new knockouts. I think it's a mix of everything. Um, everyone is, I mean, and not only in the ring, but outside the ring, everyone, like, wants to see everyone do better. And I think that's the energy that we need. No one's in the locker room, you know, trying to be better than anyone else. I think we're all equally excited for everyone else and I think that's the best part about it and um, I can't wait to see um, you know w what the girls are going to do um, at Slimmerosary and um, going forward from there as well. Hi, this is Jeff Marty again from Highspot Podcast and highspotpodcast.com. Um, so just where you got your start, uh, I know uh, you're from the, you know, uh, Boston area. Where, where did, how did you get your start and who uh, of the female wrestlers, uh, you know, inspired you to, uh, you know, do wrestling full time? Um, so I started at like a really small training school, like really close to home and, um, we had a local show, um, and Nikki Rocks actually was brought in, and um, our match was cut short because the guys on the show went longer, and then um, it was like my home promotion, so I kind of had to, you know, bite my tongue and just, you know, go with the ride, and um, Nikki Rocks was like, what are you doing here? Like, there's a bunch of girl shows, um, you need to get out, and, you know, I'm going to help you, and um, ever since then, I, I worked with Chaotic Wrestling, and then once that door opened, a lot of other doors opened. So, I mean, at the time, I enjoyed um, Molly Holly, um, Lita, and, like, Trish was really good at the time as well. Um, 
but I mean, Nikki Ross, um, I had, um, the pleasure to, like, work a lot of the girls that were on TV at the time, like Angelina, Velvet, um, Mickey James, I did a lot of, um, the shows for NEW, so it was really good to, like, actually be able to wrestle the girls that were on TV and as well as trying to, um, help others as well. Well, I wish I knew you You told me your, your time was limited today, so I will wrap it up. I do want to get to one final question that came in, which I actually, uh, I want to hear your answer on this one. It's an interesting one. Uh, it's kind of been a, a interesting time. You had to deal with the Sammy situation, but also the Boston Celtics. It's been a double oh, bad time for you guys. Uh, talk uh, about that. Okay, so don't, well, any already knows, but I dislike any sports related talk about Celtics, Red Sox, the Patriots. Um, he's a very hardcore uh, fan of the Celtics and any New England sports. Um, but I'm the wife that, like, I don't really like the sound of ESPN on in the house. Like, I'm the worst. So, I mean, and it definitely puts a damper on the night if the Celtics do lose. So, I mean, maybe that's where more of the frustration is coming out on Sammy is because of what happened with the Celtics. Um, I'm not sure. But, yeah, I'm definitely not a fan of the sports. But, I mean, it does ha- make my life worse when the Celtics don't win. So you basically do not want to hear do 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 do. Oh no, no 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 no. And it's usually for like the first hour when he wakes up, or at least forty five minutes before he goes to the gym. It's like his workout like music, I guess, or his like sanity of getting ready. I don't understand it. I can't stand it. So I'm usually in the other room. So. All right. Well, perfect. Uh, we we certainly appreciate your time. I'll give you the floor for a, a final thought as we. Heading tonight with a uh, unsanctioned fight in the woods. Your husband Eddie Edwards against Sammy Callahan. I can't wait to watch it. I mean, I just hope it's the final match between the two. And I mean, obviously, I just hope everyone comes out okay. And um, and I hope Eddie is back to Eddie again. All righty. Well, with that said, I, I appreciate your time so much. Media, thank you very much for calling in. We will talk to you next week. Have a good weekend. Thank you.